Live from HMB Studios, it's Stay Busy with the boy, Armand Sadler. gentlemen welcome to another edition of stay busy with armand sadler where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture and when we are fortunate like we are today we bring in some incredible people for you all to hear from now i am head honcho armand sadler aka vegan chorizo poppy aka peloton poppy aka (laughs) hashtag no games november aka the boy is coming back armand sadler i'm not here alone I'm here with the guy who really set the tone for fitness in 2021. Like you, you you, you committed to it in January and every single day it's either that Snapchat story (laughs) or that Instagram story. And that was me in 2019. So Mm -hmm. I really resonate with that and it's been motivating. So I appreciate that. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Y'all what's up? Nick early. I am the kombucha king that makes your heart sing. You know how it is. Um, (laughs) But I have many other names. Water jug warden. The matcha magistrate, mm-hmm. the coconut water consultant, all mm-hmm. the above. You know, I love my green drink. juice guardian. The green juice guardian. Mm-hmm. I was that too. Yeah. Um, so we love health. We've been working on our fitness, working on our our well being this year for Absolutely. sure. I mean, I was an athlete my whole life, but yeah. definitely tapped back in for sure. Yeah, because because you have that period where like college, it's like you you were playing clubs, so like, right, right, you, right. You had something that kept you pretty active, but like if you go from being a three sport athlete. To not doing really anything in college, to like, eating in the dining hall, to eating. yeah, like <laughs> when when you had practice to go to, you had more of a structure. Like when you're in college and your schedule changes, you got to like fit the gym time in, and it's not it's not always the easiest, um, especially if you got prelims and all that stuff. Well, we know our guest was an athlete. I seen that. I seen that that one <laughs> dribble from the from the three point line, two hand. I seen that in the video. Yeah. I said, hold up. I said, wait, 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 wait. hold up. I was about to he say you, you got friend that makes. All their friends feel like shit about their own like diet and like what you mean? Like, health, <laughs> Not at all. Habits like damn. I bust down a burger. He too. got the kombucha in his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's He's gonna different. be kombucha and wine, and then we're gonna eat a burger and a neck. That's true. One thing about Nick, he gonna eat. Um, I'm gonna eat. But one thing about our guest is he go, he is going to create some. Incredible, I'm gonna eat too. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm gonna eat. All right, perfect. <laughs> he gonna eat too. I was gonna say he go and create some incredible music, but he you know his eating habits are cool too because we out here eating. No, I'm gonna eat in life in various of course See, in, it was a metaphor in, in, oh i know, I know, I, know I know i know Multi, multifaceted yeah, eating. My, my third eye wasn't open but aside from being a nigga who gonna eat our guest is a composer songwriter producer and multi-instrumentalist he cites genre bending influences such as pharrell andre 3000 frank ocean and kanye west uh this artist previously released songs with artists like q femdot and trapo in 2020 he began working with a long list of colla- collaborators such as love man sai man man soy man sai man Sui. Man, sweet. All Asian. right. Thank you. Asian. Gang, we're here. 
Uh, St. Lior, Nana, Binky, Alicia Bella, and Soundwave. Now, while this, while the, he has an upcoming artist project in partnership with AWOL, slated for release later this year, this artist will simultaneously be working to produce and create music that will have lasting impressions on the alternative R&B and hip-hop space. Our guest, none other than Hush Forte. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling, feeling great, man. Hush Forte. Yes. Feeling comfortable. This Good. couch is real nice. I like, like that. These couches are elite. I like the finish on this couch. We love yeah. that. Yeah. So I, we uh, we appreciate you being here. We got some. We have a really good slate of topics to discuss today. But also, it'll be really dope to get to know you. Um, so, but this project out though. It is. This project is out. This yes. project is That's out. what I'm saying. Look closely. Yeah, that, Come on. That, closely. that bio might not be like fully updated. So I'm like, but it's cool though. I, you know, I like that. Like mm. the intro, yeah. I'm yeah. saying we we got we got the high level stuff. We got yeah. the high level things. <laughs> One could say that was my greatest fault. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is that what we doing today? <laughs> so that, parts of it. That, be that jokes it. are really my thing in 2020. It's his I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm really falling like he's leaned in heavily to the dad, the dad jokes. It's it's great. Um, but speaking of some dad jokes, I want to shout out to the listeners tapping back in for season three. And any new listeners, whether you like cream cheese or butter, okay, sliders or cutters. What is a cutter? What? The, uh, the, we'll get to it. We'll it's, get to it's, it. it's a pitch in baseball. Uh, oh, you talking about cutter? The, when you said sliders, I was see yeah, where yeah, my I mind know, go. I food. Know you was thinking burgers. I know. I go I know, food. I I know. Know. What's a cutter? I like, know. What is that? I was thinking the same shit. It's okay. okay. It's okay. Uh, all the things or stutter. Now these are these are songs by Joe and Johnny Rockets or Fuddruckers. Okay. So let's let's talk cream cheese or butter. Ooh, it's butter because butter just has more applications. Yeah, butter, yeah. butter for me. It's like, like I'm uh, judging you if you say cream cheese. You be cooking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cooking. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I heard that, and that's that's also a multifaceted cooking. cooking. Yeah. See, so we get <laughs> yeah. we get into the multifaceted ones, sliders or cutters. Okay. I'm not that much of a baseball person. I can throw and catch. Mm-hmm. I can run on base. Mm-hmm. But like, what is a slider is that a, explain a, the pitch. A slider like. has like more movement. A slider like goes like down. Yeah, right? yeah. So a slider has more movement and then like a cutter is like a fastball that like has like minimal movement, but it's like when you're expecting a regular fastball, they, 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 they hit you with like a cut fastball and it's like, ooh, like you need to cut like five to ten miles per hour off of it. So it's a little slower. Yeah. So the temp it's like a tempo thing. It's throwing yeah. off the tempo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um between Mr. Joe, Joe, I, y'all need to listen. If you don't listen to Joe, if you never heard Joe songs, please do that. Joe's do that. great. All the things, the bridge. What? How about you, Hush? All the things are stutter, Joe. Well, what? Joe, you know the artist Joe. No, you don't know. Joe. You do know Joe. You know Joe. Joe who? Robo? Baby, I won't <laughs> no, just Joe. All, all the, the, the things, things your man won't, won't do. No, I don't, I'm not familiar. I do them. Y'all looking at me crazy. I swear I don't know this. We're gonna we're gonna have to okay. convene. Off you're trying play, you try play, playing. We have to play this for that. Two. We have to do two outros because <laughs> that yeah, gotta get played. Yeah, he just yeah. goes by Joe, Joseph. Joe. I definitely don't know <laughs> that. Joseph. That's crazy. Is this like we, a? This is like an R. I, he is. Is he an army legend? I don't, with I would okay. not even halt but saying that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Army legend. I, I, and his name is Joseph. Joe. It was Joe. Joe. I was saying his name is Joe. It's just Joe. It's Joe. J O E. Like J O E. Now I gotta look it up. Yeah, you say this, this to get crazy. all the facts. Stutter. Wow. Stutter, I've never even stutter, like stutter. Wow. I hope, I hope like 
I hope that's the thing that that like makes people hate me. This the is such a crazy know. start to the. Episode. I feel like I feel like everyone needs to have like oh, every big I artist needs to have know that look. What turns you on? I want to know. I like to know. So I can be all that. And you kind of singing good too. Uh, uh, he's, he's nice. He's nice. <laughs> like, I'm, nah. I'm doing it as much justice as I can. It's ringing zero bells. <laughs> wow. Well, this is crazy. We're gonna play it for you at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, Johnny Rockets or Fud Records? Are you are you familiar with these two places? Yeah. I so they have Fud Records in Florida. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I've never cool, been yeah. to Fud Records, mm-hmm. but there's only like one location by my house in California. Mm-hmm. But Johnny Rockets slaps. Johnny Rockets is incredible. Big slapper. I, I would go with Johnny. Rockets. I don't know. I don't. I haven't had either of them enough to like really make a decision, so I'm just gonna go with whatever y'all didn't say. <laughs> so Fud Ruckers, Con- contrary? Are you a contrarian? Maybe I'm like a I'm like a skeptic. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Okay, today's gonna be fun. You're a skeptic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, want to shout out our VP Kieran Early, uh, VP of everything, the man that you cannot see but you can feel. Um, so. Actually, we'll, we'll get into this a little later. Uh, shout out to Alex Tresovich, who Nick and I had the opportunity to interview for our Fresh from the Hill series uh, for Cornell Young Alumni. Check out their podcast series. It's great. We, we had a great conversation with each other, great conversation with Alex, and we've got some even better ones coming for you uh, throughout this fall, winter season. Uh, shout out to Anchor, our distribution platform. If you do not know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for free to all streaming platforms, and you can get some sponsored ads regardless of your listenership. And, of course, shout out HMD Studio, Camden Holden, it down always Dang. quite a lot to chat about uh we didn't get to discuss this last week because we record fridays and this happened, happened. yeah no, yeah saturday. saturday friday night friday night going into sunday yeah i don't know it was friday night going into sunday because it was a over day. the time after we recorded it was the day that i got my old twitter back um so it was saturday morning um but um so we definitely want to send pay our you know uh, respects and send our condolences to the families of those who were lost in at Astro World Festival and want to of course say rest in peace to those who were lost in Astro World Festival. It was reported that eight people uh, did die in that situation, unfortunately, and it's just crazy. You know, you don't go to a concert or a music festival, uh, or you don't know your friend is going to one and think it'll be the last time you see them. It's the last place you expect. Something yeah. crazy like this to happen, um, and there is a lot of blame, a lot of vitriol and hatred being thrown Travis Scott's way. Obviously, people are holding the event staff accountable, and mm-hmm. there are some security guards who said they weren't properly trained. And there's different rumors of people being injected with drugs, and uh, and then <laughs> we saw the videos of the people stampeding the. Um, the little security check thing, the the yeah. metal detector metal thing. Detectors. So it was just a lot of a lot of madness, and unfortunately, in all this, like lives were lost. But um, you know, I, I I think it's it would be still worth it for us to discuss like how much culpability does Travis Scott have in this situation? I know I can speak for myself personally. I've mm-hmm. been to his shows, and he really encourages that rage culture. Like he's very big on moshing. Turn up, right? Doing crazy Turn stuff, up, yeah. and I've also been at a show of his where I was sitting in the stands because I, I don't do that mosh and shit. So I was sitting in the stands watching mosh. Who still really enjoyed myself, but I saw someone who clearly needed an, an EMT, and it appeared that Travis saw the situation too, and he like lightly called someone over, but he kind of just stuck with his performance. And those were videos that were going around from Mash World Fest as he 
it looked like he saw what was going on. Maybe he didn't see what was going on. I mean, like at the end of the day, you're an artist and you're focused on performing, and there's a lot of people there, so it yeah. might be hard to see. I'm not shooting him any bail. I, I I can't confirm what he saw or didn't see, but the way that he's seemingly handled it, he went partying that night. Like there were there, there are things that make him look very bad in this situation. Just the um, Drewski, the Drewski. Yeah. So, and I, this is a very long intro. I apologize. I, I want your opinion. So. What like hush? How, how do you feel about the whole thing and what it could potentially do to Travis? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's like a a really horrible situation, and I feel like I I don't personally know Travis, and like I yeah. can't I can't speak on like his nature. Like I don't, I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, he's a human being. Like so. I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I wasn't mm-hmm. there. Like I wasn't in his shoes. I don't know what he was hearing. Where, like facts. I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make excuses for nobody. But I don't. Yeah. I'm not also, also not. If it's a situation, I don't know. I'm not going like try to speak on someone's character. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I kind of assume everyone's human first. But um, I'd say like my my focus would really be on like the people that lost their lives and like their families and shit. Um. I, f- I wish I wish there was I mean Like I was talking to someone about it And I'm like Do we know the names Of the people Who lost their lives Or do we know their families mm, right. Like has there been yeah. any Like attention on that and, and trying to help Like imagine everyone that That's Of course like Feel how you feel about it But imagine everyone That feels how they do about it And like You know Reached out to actually Show some like Love to people Who are going through shit Right You know what I'm saying I feel like I wouldn't want to respond to a negative situation with negativity yeah. personally, but I don't know, man. I feel like it's a lot of people to be responsible for the shit. Yeah. I think Travis does hold responsibility. I think the staff, I mean, I kind of know as an artist, like there's just so many, so many things that go into it that me personally, as an artist, the last person I would hold, I would want to hold responsible for like the safety of, of this many people is the artist that's on stage. That's yeah. the last person I want to like yeah. hold responsible for that. You get what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah. Like there's whole music coordinators that could shut the whole music, like could literally turn the music off. Yeah. And Travis could be up there on the microphone and no sound could be coming out. Clipped. Yeah. That's true. You get what I'm saying? Like, like everything could just be shut down like that. Yeah. We, we don't need Travis to say that. Yeah. Me, that's, I mean, that's how I feel. There's, there's whole like fire marshals and securities and, exactly. and, Things that are This is a big event We're not talking about Like a show in the backyard You know what I'm saying Like There's a lot of people That were signing off on shit That fucked up Right So That's It's fuck. It's just a bad situation I feel like mm-hmm. It's a wake up call For like Music And And Culture as a whole Like yeah. Definitely feel like Artists gonna be more aware While they're on stage Which is It's a good thing Quick Moving thing, forward yeah. You know what I'm saying But I think there's a lot of people That also like Need to step up for situations like this not to happen. And and like to your point of the whole raging thing, like that's a big part of Travis's show. Mm-hmm. Um but I people weren't dying because people were raging. That's true. People were dying because there was no space to breathe and people were fainting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So Yeah. No, it's it's a really interesting situation. I was I was listening to or seeing some some Twitter threads aside from like another angle and talk about mm-hmm. um because I don't want to beat a dead horse. But the point being uh talking about like what maybe the future will be for like festivals and we're talking about like you know 
insurance policies for these festivals yeah. like mm-hmm. for different artists and if if that is a part of your show having rave culture or whatnot certain artists like that insurance premium might be a little crazy that yeah. you know maybe the companies may say we don't want these type of artists at this type of show you know so yeah. it might it might be a really interesting situation moving forward and we, we can't you know we can't tell the future we'll have to see but yeah. um we, this coming summer, you know, we'll see how they approach it. Specifically, I'm curious to see how Day in Vegas is going is gonna to approach this. Yeah, because um, they're coming up next. Yeah, so somebody comes to like the major stuff. So, I mean, how do they like plan for the amount of people that can be at a festival, like an outside festival, without it being? Because I went to Rolling Loud. Like, I don't even. I'm not even a big festival person. I've been. It's like the only right. festival I've been to, and I went there in like 2018 or some shit like that in Miami. And it wasn't even damn near wasn't it like definitely was not as packed as that shit. But I was it was the same situation. I was there with my sister and like I couldn't really control where I was. Like the crowd was pushing me, and I was like, "Nah, fuck this. I'm not doing this." Because yeah. my life, I'm not playing with my life like that. I'm not right. going to shit like this. So to tell you a quick story, we was at Roots Picnic, and this is the last place you think something gonna go down. Right. We're at Roots Picnic. This story. And this is the way I am naturally when I'm in a space. I, I hate to. I'm not paranoid, but I am. I know where my exits are. I have a game plan. Every I'm time. paranoid. I'm definitely paranoid. I'll say that. I, I every time I walk into a space, I know where my exit is. I'm like, if somebody come in here with the burner, where I'm going? Mm-hmm. Straight up. <laughs> like this is the way I think. So when I was I, we were there and so I liked being on the outskirts. If we're gonna be in a festival situation, I'll be outside. It was cool, it's open air, a bunch of space. So we're chilling and twenty one is on. And so he's doing going through his set, whatever. You know, it's whatever, but like getting in the security was like y'all seen the, the Twitter video when yeah. dude had this, <laughs> the, the little block he's like outlining their bodies not even touching nobody yeah. so we're standing there 21's going and I'm like looking it's my cousin me and Armand and shout out G and we're standing there and like all of a sudden I'm looking at the crowd and the crowd looked like a wave just start coming towards me people just running bruh so what I'm gonna do mm-hmm. run to I'm not gonna <laughs> sit there and find out what's going on yeah I was gone, but the crazy part about it, I had already thought through that whole scenario in my head, so I just was like, yeah. autopilot, boom, hit this cut, boom, I'm doing a dash in the cut, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, anything can happen at these places, and come to find out it was nothing. In my mind, I'm like, oh, they shooting or something, right, because right, I'm like, yeah. I remember the security. It was a really loud noise, too. It was a really loud noise. I didn't hear the noise. noise. I heard it. It was loud. It was very loud. Like, it sounded like a- it, Wow. It could have been, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I think it was a stage. Actually, like it was the stage the, something happened something? on the stage, but like yeah. people just took off, and I know I wasn't gonna get trampled. It was, yeah. mad and I'm loud. like, dang, if I would have been in the middle in the cut, like I'd have been on the ground, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And yeah. as I was turning, there was a girl who was falling back on her heels, and she fell. I, I hope she's all right, but I, there's no way, like, yeah. So it's just like, bro, I don't know. For me, festivals, I, I'm kind of out yeah, on them. It's just dangerous. I've, I've been like, I don't, know, I don't want to downplay the situation, but I've been seeing it as like a li- like a liability, like a yeah. life liability, bro. Like, I've been seeing it as a dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. Like, it's wild, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Um, so y'all figure that out. Situation is unfolding. Um, there is a lot of a lot of mud being thrown Travis's way. Um, and someone brought up a really good point. It's like Travis as an artist, like he's never really been like vulnerable or, or like open or like spoken out in like really serious situations. So for him, like 
it appears like he's just like I'm like he 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 put out that IG video, but it was like it just seemed very eh. Like it, I didn't it, watch the joint. It wasn't it, it wasn't convincing at all, mm-hmm. and like you know, and again, this is not to like pile on him, but it's just as an artist, he's not the type that that we've seen historically to really know how to handle the situation right. Like he just kind of doesn't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna you know continue on. So to see him put out that video, it was like okay, like he's trying something, but it's still just like it's Travis Scott at the end of the day. Like it's it like it, it just feels weird. Yeah, it feels weird for him to be speaking about something that doesn't have to do with himself. Like, bro, we or, don't even hear your speaking voice or, like, or, or, or raging. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, so you know, it's it's a very it's a very interesting situation. But um, again, we want to send our love to the families of the people that uh, were lost. We know Travis did as as a kind of like a something to smooth things over. He partnered with BetterHelp to provide a month of free mental health services uh, to those that have been affected by the situation. But he's uh, catching flack for that, though. You heard I about mean, that? of course. I think it's low key in my heart. I was like, ah, like I get it, but like, is that the thing to do? I mean, so he said he was going to pay for the funerals of the, of the guests. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, obviously that should without saying. Yeah. And then everybody's getting a refund, and then. The, the whole mental health service thing. So I've seen a bunch of things about it. People are saying, like, there's potential for him to profit off of this with the partnership. Not because surprising. Of, because of, like, how in which it would be structured. So, like, it would be, like, a link in which people do, like, an affiliate link. And mm-hmm. people click the link yeah. and then sign up through that. <laughs> people are also saying that BetterHelp does that anyways, that yeah. they give you a free month anyways. Mm. So people are like, this is fake pandering, like. But anyways, I'm kind of over it. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, it I mean, so yeah, it's, it's it's just never good for some people. Like you could do everything possible to smooth the situation over, and people will still be like, "Yeah, but it still happened." So you're still the villain. Again, this is not me defending or supporting him. It's just kind of like it's, it's tough. It's it's really tough. It's very tough. Um, so yeah, in some happier news, um, yes, those who were anticipating this from the beginning of the year for for quite quite some time uh we we sat through the incredible single leave the door open a few months later we got skate then we got smoking out the window along the way we're given the intro to the album as well but uh this this past weekend silk sonic finally dropped an evening with silk silk sonic narrated by bootsy collins also with the bootsy collins feature thundercat feature Pretty much the majority of it was produced by D-Mile as well. The man. Um, nine song album. Last week I predicted like 12. Nick said 10. So we, we were close to what, what Nick wanted from the album. And um, yeah, it's naturally there's a lot of discourse about it. So. You heard it, Hush? I have not yet, but mm. I need to listen to it. Mm. It's, I'm, a fan of, I'm a big fan of Thundercat. Mm. Thundercat is a legend, man. Yeah. If you don't know, please go tap into Thundercat. So how how many times have you gotten to listen to it? Once, once because of just the you know my life. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I got through it once, but mm-hmm. it was a very focused listen. Mm-hmm. It was a very it was like we talked about last time, staring off into the distance, <laughs> sitting on the couch, headphones. Audio Technica's on. Shout out Audio Technica. <laughs> listen to stay busy, um, and just like zone out, just listen. I was catching everything, man. Yeah. Like, I, so how how how'd you feel about it? You know what I feel. I feel vindicated. This project makes me feel vindicated. Being told my entire life my sound is old school or my, you know, like <laughs> the things I like are old or mm. whatever. Like, like 
y'all like it too and you always people always want to deny that they like certain things or mm-hmm. they want to relegate it to yeah i like oldies or things no you just like it's just good music just mm-hmm. say that right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um and so that was the one word i could say i really felt like i feel vindicated like mm-hmm. finally something that i like like that i listen to soul is my favorite genre like mm-hmm. i will listen to soul over everything i will work out to soul be under the bench listening to james brown <laughs> off it yeah like you know what i'm saying like my album's a soul album Come on now. Yeah, the, the Come genre, on now. The genre is soul. It's hip hop, but it's it's a soul album. Exactly. So soul, I think, is much more encompassing, and and it's it's much less limiting. It was alternative yeah. before alternative mm. thing to me. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I just I just feel that I felt that feeling of like wow, like this is getting. I love how that sound is getting looks now. Mm-hmm. Summer had a sax on the song. Like unloyal people, you know. My dad's a saxophone, so like you know, I I listened to jazz growing up. I listened to all the stuff. So it's like fine. I feel like finally the stuff that I liked, or like the, the sounds, or the little parts of things that I like, mm-hmm. are getting mainstream love right now. And I'm just like, come on now, like yeah, let's let's heat up. And it's only the beginning. Yeah, and I think those you know major notes from like a Bruno and from a Pack, you know, those guys putting it to the larger in life capacity that they can do because they got the <laughs> unlimited budgets and everything that they mm-hmm. have and then getting the right help from D from 1500 and all these guys. Um, it's just, it's just, I'm just so happy about it, mm-hmm. but there are critiques. I want it. This is what I well. say. This is what I'll say about it without ruining it for hush. I don't want to ruin it for hush. You could, you, I mean, I'm not, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like years. get into cuts of the songs or whatever. Cause I've listened once. My only critique is this. <sighs> And this is a it's almost unfair. I wish we would have just got leave the door open. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. If they would have just gave us leave the yes. door open, it would have hit like Yes. Right. You mean it wasn't on the record? No, it was on the record. I'm saying they did too many they did three singles, three singles. on a nine record. And jump, then they released know. the intro too, which like wasn't really a song, but it, but it was something from from the project. We heard four of the nine songs. So you feel like Already. they gave you all the best singles too early? Not the best. There's a there's a joint on there that's Yeah, no, no, no. It's like it okay. it to, leave it to open to me is still the best song. Like yes, objectively, it's the best song. It's gonna hit a billion streams soon. So, go ahead. But I will say so. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. I wish that it was that they just would have gave us leave the door open and been like, okay, I would have waited. I would have just kept waiting, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, then mm-hmm. boom, drop the album. Mm-hmm. We would everyone would have been going nuts. You would have had to have listened to it before you came mm-hmm. because of pe- yeah. the way people would have been talking about it. Because there's songs and they're just like, yo. Like and I mean yeah. you're gonna sit down and, you, and you'll be able to pick apart. Oh, yeah. the mix is crazy. When did it drop? The range it, today. Friday. Oh well, yeah. By the time y'all hear that today, yeah, it'll be Friday. Yeah, it takes time. I feel like good good shit takes time. Like it's gonna cook. It's, no, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna yeah. cook for sure because they're gonna do visuals. Yeah, and it's gonna keep going. But like people need time to talk about it. Like I'm hearing about it now. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty early. If it dropped today, I'm already hearing about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was that yeah. one. It's it's unfair critique and it's like whatever it's tomato tomato. Mm. So I wish that we just got one single. I agree though. Two. I kind of wanted a little longer. Yeah. I wanted more. Yes. Like from a standpoint <laughs> of like it was fire. Everything I love. There are no skips, but I want more. It left more to be desired from a standpoint. I want more. There's no skips to me. I wouldn't say no skips, but I wanted more. What's the skip? Uh, I am not too high on seven 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 right now. Really, I even like skate a little more. Fly as me is cool, but seven seven seven. Um, it's like it's the one. I me. love put on a smile. Seven 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 is a down 
skate, down. skate, it goes up a little bit, and then blast off, it just ends amazingly. The reason why I love 777, it channels like, what I love about the whole Silk Sonic idea, and this is why I said I feel vindicated, soul being my favorite genre. They are taking notes and giving um, essence of, of some of my favorite artists that mm-hmm. people may not know. Mm-hmm. James Brown, 777 is James Brown. The, the screams, the yell, the, the, the ad-libs. It's like what you're hearing is like, yo, people who could, people, there's kids outside who don't even know who that is. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying? Who may hear this song and be like, yo, I love that sound, but they don't even realize that that's what they're channeling, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like a historic, almost in a way, it's like a, that's what Bruno does. He does historical nods to yeah. everyone. You know, He yeah. nods to arrows and to people who, who inspired him. So that's why I'm like, I love that song. Yeah. I like all the songs. Let, let, let me clarify. I'm very biased in this. Let me clarify. I don't think there's an objectively bad song. 777 just isn't my preference. That's like fair. Fly, Fly Is Me, 777, and Skate are, are the songs on there where I'm like, mm. like I love Leave the Door, of course. After Last Night, fire. That's, Smoke, that's, smoking <laughs> Out the Window is incredible. Put, a, put On a Smile is my personal favorite song. And then 777 Skate and then Blast Off it ends off really strong too. But yeah, so that's so I, I agree with you there. I would have liked more songs. And what, what I was going to kind of like ask you is because we both agree it should have been less singles on a nine-song project. Because mm-hmm. like for me, I, I think of it like a ratio. I go into an album and part of my excitement has to do with if I'm getting all new stuff or like 75% new stuff. Yeah. And then if it's like half new stuff or a quarter new stuff, I'm kind of like, eh. So we got 44% of this project already. Yeah. And it was only five five new new records. So, like, mm. f- for you, like, as as an artist, how do you kind of plan that? Yeah, like, think about that. Like, do, do you consider a ratio? Do you think their choice to go with four songs of the nine was, like, yeah. smart? Four, four is kind of steep. I'm sure they had the reasons for it though. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, four is kind of steep. Another thing I got. Um, what no, no, uh, go ahead. But um, I think I don't know. I think it also depends on like the story of the album, the mm-hmm. the, the like how um like the range of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I haven't listened to it yet, so I, so it's hard for me to answer it. Like for them, mm-hmm. but I feel like um I think it's cool when like you give a couple of singles and you have sound like songs on the record that like. If you put them next to the singles, it's like almost like completely unexpected. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. deep cuts. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like yeah. that same the same excitement you talk about having like finding new records, even if the singles are already out or like half the half the album is already you already heard it. If the other half is so like exciting, mm-hmm. it don't you don't really care about the, the the ratio. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? So That's very true. I think it just depends on how much range is, but also depends on what kind of listener you are. Like yeah. some people, yeah, I don't know. It, it, there's a lot for me personally. Um, I'll say for, like for my project, the singles, I the singles weren't my favorite, even like my favorite songs on the record. Mm. So it was just kind of like, this is what I want to show people now so mm. I can show them this, so I can lead them into the story of this record. And then, I feel like the the whole album gives more context to me and shows you like shit that you didn't expect, but like it makes sense though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I love that. I love that. How many songs did y'all make for the project? Oh my god, like that weren't on it. In total, what I'm saying or? when you when you were just creating right of the batch that you were selecting from yeah. from the drive, like like dang, this one could go, this one could go. What what made it on the whiteboard? Like how many joints was on the whiteboard? Would y'all think? I don't even count. I didn't. I didn't even count over fifty. 
probably because it's just like ideas it's all ideas and then i'm just kind of like i'm seeing what has like the the uh what am i excited about enough to finish Mm -hmm. like come on you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm especially producing everything myself is i'm not like I didn't have any moments where I was looking at a producer or another person and being like, how we feel about this now? It was just yeah. me. How do I feel? Yeah. Come on. So <laughs> Talk that. I'm just making, my, I'm just making shit. And then some things I was like, there's some joints that like I was so excited about that I stayed up all night just working on it until I felt like it was finished. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas other joints, like it might've started off as one thing, kind of the excitement kind of fell flat, but it, but I revisited it like three months later and, kind of like Fresh okay years. you know what I, I, let's do some I have a new idea for this um, there's some joints that I was retaking the same vocals like 50 times and they sounded a little bit different but I am him yeah <laughs> yeah. I am him just trying to get it to have the feeling that I want not even to get it perfect but to get it to the exact feeling that I want so mm. um, I don't even remember where I was going with this but <laughs> no, I was just saying yeah, like oh, how, how, many, many, yeah, yeah. how many joints that you had selected yeah. from probably like I'll say probably like 50. 50. That's fair. Yeah. That's that's about, that's a good uh, yeah. amount. It's like a little over a fifth. Um, but not like 50 completed songs, 50 yeah. just ideas. Yeah, no, yeah. ideas and joints. Yeah. yeah. That's So another thing that when I was listening to the, the Silk Sonic joint, the fact that it was only nine, I'm like, I know they made, made way more than this. Like, right, yeah. so, And I'm like, I know there's joints on there that they could have selected from. So that was one thing that I was thinking was like, there feels like there's something else at play. Like the mm. art is not the main thing at play here. Mm. Because we felt that Skate was rushed. We felt, mm. you know, smoking at the window was just kind of like, here it's fire safety net. Yeah, mm. but it was just like, okay, y'all, like y'all seem to be like not y'all didn't really like skate because like mm. I think it was kind of like a consensus people didn't really like skate. Yeah, right. So what do y'all feel like is missing from it? It it feels like half cooked. No, that's that's unfair. No, 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 no. Not not the music. Not like them as artists. I think the movement that is so sonic feels half the story cooked. they could have the why the there's, why there's why, just excitement and this is anderson pack and bruno mars working together why? this is dope huh but why why are they doing so, this right that, exactly yes that's, yeah. what that's, it is. that's the question there should have been more of that it's more about the packaging yeah. for us because when you listen to it you're gonna the horn arrangements is nuts it's, the it's vocal great music it's nuts objectively like, amazing just, music what does this mean to them Right, and I think that's why they're getting some of the critiques of like being like a parody of this type of music because oh I didn't hear that because yeah I've, 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 I've that? seen people say it on Twitter and I'm like what no like, the, like I'm gonna have to vet those this, people this is Anderson Pack's alley this is Bruno Mars alley but if if you if you think about it with that lack of like the why like the like the real reason we should be connected besides it being good music yeah one could think oh they're just kind of meme culturing this genre to make it Ooh, pop to then get numbers off of it because like bro think, <gasps> you know, think about it think about it think about it that's harsh as soon as they, those two came together people were like oh this is album of the year yeah because like, we the, knew the, the, what they was going to bring year. and i'm 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 not discrediting what they bring as as artists i'm just saying like i can understand why someone would look at it as them just coming together to like make a big moment off of this but not really like having like that like real true i'm about to say really be very (laughs) 
I'm not saying connection to the music. I'm just saying like it's it's, it's kind of like he said why. It's yeah. this, and that's I agree with why. you. I think it's I think it's a personal preference thing though yeah. too. Like there's an art in everything. So there's an art in like the fact that we don't even know why they did this. Like that's also that's an art in and of itself. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Like niggas just popped up and was like, let's make soul music and like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like right. they don't it don't always got to be that deep. There's an art to that too. Like yeah. why why did you know Travis Scott make Astro World? Like, Facts. Yeah, we, you know it's right. like. But you know, so that's personal preference. But mm-hmm. I, I, for my personal, like my music, and and I always say like, I always want to be the thing that I want, as opposed to like you know critiquing other shit. But like, of course, I, I, I get what you're saying though. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, like, yeah, why, what, what am I taking away from this? What am I leaving with this? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, if this was a movie, what am I walking out and like, what did I learn from this, or mm-hmm. what did I, you know what I mean? And yeah. you think that that's on them? Somewhat, somewhat. Artist is like the driver of the ship. Yeah, I I think in this case, usually, like, <laughs> I feel like with Pac, right? When you listen to Malibu, you get it. Mm-hmm. You listen to the, the three piece, like Malibu, Ventura, even um, and Oxnard. You listen to them, and even um, those joint before. It. Did I say Venice? I think you did. Maybe whatever. The point being is that you listen to it and you. It's art, and he doesn't have to necessarily say, hey, guys, this is me telling about my story, and I'm from right. California, so yeah. I really got it. Yeah. Like, those are areas around the area where he's from. He's from mm-hmm. a city that's a little bit north of Malibu, like that area. Yeah. And so him saying that is like his experiences. And so you get the vibe, but it's like, mm-hmm. so to Hush's point of, like, not having to explain the artist. They're big. I know Bruno specifically, like I saw in the, the Zane Lowe interview when they talked about mm-hmm. when they first did it. He's big on, like, letting the music speak. He's big on disappearing. For three years, whatever, coming back with crazy music, giving it to everyone, touring it for two years, and then disappearing again. And mm-hmm. that's like his style. But I think for this, it felt more like a moment because there was so much cultural conversation around it. Because like oh, yeah. what they're taking on no, no. is so fresh, and it was so on the head of like this is some this is some like um, I can forget the names every time Philadelphia sound um, every time the guys that produced for Teddy Pendergrass, whatever. Um, it's it's so on the head of like mm-hmm. Stevie, that old 70s so like mm-hmm. that sort of stuff that it's like you want to hear the discussion about it. It's like, so why did y'all come there? How did y'all come together? Yeah, What's yeah. It, what y'all gonna do? And I think also too on the project, Bootsy was kind of like underutilized for me. I agree. I thought they were gonna do more of like a narrative. Like he was gonna mm-hmm. be doing more like co-hosting. Kind of like on, if you listen on the, this is poor, I guess a poor comparison, but like 2020 experience. Where like Justin at the end where he's like, Hey, I'm Justin. This is the Tennessee kids. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like that sort of like yeah. kind of like more just dialogue, feeling like I'm there at the yeah. set. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it's enough of minimal. that. That I thought I was like, yo, they're gonna get I'm I was just geeking. I'm like, yo, bro, they're gonna have Bootsy narrating a project of them. I'm like, this is just yeah. the kid of me, I was like, yo, this is crazy. And Thundercats on it, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I was expecting George Clinton to be there. I was expecting maybe they'll get slot. I'm thinking all this, I'm just thinking all the crazy stuff. Same yeah. to where I was thinking about her project, how mm-hmm. it could have been this, whatever. Yeah. But um I'm I'm gonna run it back. Yeah. And I mean there's there's a lot to study there. Like yeah. there's the arrangements is but yeah, the why I think of, that's what and I think that is like that was the goal. I feel like you can't you can't I don't I'm not gonna say you can't. But I feel like it's hard to like hit every mark, of course, on yeah. one pro- one body of work. So yeah. like, I think some like for a lot of people, the whole point of of making a group and making music as a group is so that you can be less personal. Mm. It could be less like this is my story. It's more like let's just make really raw ass music. Mm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And 
and it's raw. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the rawest. Yeah. So, huh? This these are the things that yeah. I guess we all put we all interject our own personal like. Right. Oh, I want this from it. I want that mm-hmm. from it because it you know what you crave in that moment you know? exactly. Yeah. And there was nods to each of it. I mean, even having Bootsy is a nod to like someone that came before them. You know right. what I'm saying? And Pete, that's probably the first time people hearing his name first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So those sort of things. It's like the intention is there. I see the intention. So I think it had it was something that didn't connect on the delivery mm-hmm. and just the rollout. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Um, to, and to to close because we've been on this for a while and we got some mm-hmm. other interesting things to get to. Like I I love that like I love but I hate that the project was short because I agree with you on everything that you said. But it's also like consuming a shorter project is just dope these days. Like we we get bombarded with longer projects and not that long projects are bad, but if you want to get to a lot of stuff and it's a bunch of. 16 18 20 song projects and you want to get quality listens you just don't get to everything so this i was able to get through four or five times because it was so short which was dope but it's also like i agree i would have liked more from it because we got four of the nine songs like i I would have liked a more full experience where i'm getting more new things and again that's personal preference thing like you said um and i also think that the hype surrounding the moment and people calling an album of the year before it even came out set our expectations and our ability to consume it at a certain standard where like i think i, I it's it's being critiqued it's and, like and y'all east coast ha, folks and in, in, in and out right the second y'all go to, to la y'all have in and out that's and a you're perfect like, <laughs> and you're like oh it's just oh in and out whack i'm like it's a burger y'all that's a perfect it was always a burger parallel. it was supposed to be just a good quality burger so like in the same context i guess it's like at the end of the day we can say well, we're supposed to have this mm-hmm. i mean why did we get four singles yeah. the, at the end of the day is the music fire or is it not you know what i'm saying and it is yeah so yeah. That's that's the contrarian part of me, and part of me doesn't subscribe to the short project thing because I'm just like, get you know, like stop putting artists in this like they got to compete with this streaming weird stuff. Like oh, that. absolutely, no, no, no. I, I I definitely agree. I definitely Smart. agree with that. I, <laughs> I I just think like the the reality is like for me as a consumer, I selfishly I I want to be able to really sit with a project and, and get into it, and it's just so sit with it. For what if me? the, oh, no, 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 what I, if I, the I album makes you do that? What do you mean? Oh no! Ex- exactly, and like and like some albums don't make you do that. That's just the like that's the truth that don't like people don't say like some shit is just boring. Like it's just not that good. I'm sorry. Like okay, it's, it's a forty minute album. I'm not sitting through forty minutes if it's not it's making not me sit there for forty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you watch a movie and and I'm the type of person if I'm if I buy tickets to go to a movie and I'm bored, I'm yeah. just gonna leave the movie. It's, it's yeah. okay. Like I don't need yeah. to like waste my time sitting. Like, no one wants right. to do that. <laughs> That's a fact. For so sure. you know, there's albums that are, bro. Like there's albums that are like an hour long, and you have to like force yourself to stop listening to the album because it really sucks you of in course. that much. You know of what course. I mean? Yeah, I guess I, I'm personally speaking selfishly from the angle of. That's not selfish. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm speaking from the angle of I reckon I I get like a 16 song album and like. 10 songs are hard and six I feel like could have been dropped and it's like I dropped or are they do they do they help tell the story because I feel like every people are not, always not all albums points. tell stories though yeah facts okay not all albums are storytelling albums there's there's some artists who just throw together 16 hot songs that's fair and or they're not necessarily trying to tell a story <laughs> and it's like okay six joints that could have been back on the drive yeah like you like those 16 songs i really like 10 of those 16 and it's frustrating for me when i want to revisit this album and 
again, it's a personal thing because I, when I listen to albums, I, I listen fully. Like I, yeah. I, I don't skip anything because I might feel differently in 2021 than I did in 2017. So I listen to everything. And so for someone who like consumes albums fully, it'd be frustrating. It's like, damn dog, you, you, you didn't have to make it this long. I know why you did, but yeah. it's annoying for me. Um, so it's valid. I think that Silk Sonic does have the capabilities and to have D Mild full on a second project locked in on your entire project, you could have gave us something longer and and, and it would have been dope. So that's that's it. And I, I don't think this will be their last project either. Yeah. Um so that'll probably change the narratives on it a bit. But yeah, I I think there was a lot of hysteria going into it that made it made people a lot more critical with their reception of it. But overall it was really good. Um, definitely, definitely really good. So salute to Bruno and Anderson. Um, let's go to Summer Walker. Summer Walker's album, Still Over It, came out last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has been the talk of social media. Yeah. Um, obviously, we, we gave our review of it. And as time has passed, people are feeling very positive of it uh, on it. But we want to speak about her first week achievements. Not something we do here often, but she went crazy so this is the biggest album debut by a female identifying artist ever on on, it was on apple music though on apple music yes ever on apple on apple music biggest r&b album debut ever is this was also on Apple Music. These are all Apple Music. Oh, you, all you, music you looked stats. at the little doc, okay. the thing they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah was, they was, they, put, like the they put the little Apple Music on the, in the cut. <laughs> okay. To, oh. so you, I looked at it mm. twice. I'm like, wait, this can't be. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Because okay. I'm thinking Whitney. I'm thinking Ryan. I'm thinking all these. Okay. People. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That's good. That's I'm thinking good. Beyonce. I'm thinking. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. And then I looked at. It, I was like, oh, on mm. Apple Music. So yeah. Uh, number. It's still one, important though. Yeah, it's extremely <laughs> absolutely. Uh, she was number one in 40 markets globally and five markets on iTunes. Number Crazy. one on the all genre chart and all songs are charting between number one and 22 on the all genre top songs chart. Um, and, I, you know, I was I was looking at the projections for Still Over It last week and I was like, you know, wh- whether I love the album or like it or dislike it. And in this case, I do really like the album. Like Summer does her thing commercially. Like she's marketed very, very well. The girls love her. Her her aesthetic, her content, just where she's at, and 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 the the general interest in her life makes it so people are going to be tapping in. So um, yeah, I, I wanted to salute her on that. Um, and we also got a quote from our, our good friend DeAndre. Um, very very great taste in in R and B. Very knowledgeable. Um, we always have really quality conversations. So uh, he said. And I, I, I love the way this was put together. This is well written. He should be a journalist. Um, if the not so subtle hints of London's infidelity has any validity, his production work on this record warrants Summer's forgiveness. Still over it has Summer Walker sounding confident and assured on her sophomore project. How many of Summer's contemporaries can assemble a 20 track project that's comprehensive and consistent, but still daring, dynamic and worthy of multiple listens? The direct transparency, which could be a nod to her millennial audience's preference for in my feels moments, compensates for its less than creative writing. This made me laugh. Uh, While features such as Cardi B, SZA and Ari Lennox are clearly strategic, they all blend organically and are complementary additions to both artists catalog. This is our friend DeAndre Carr, and he gave the album four out of five stars. That that was just, I mean, that's why when he told me that, I was like, no, we adding this. We got to talk about this. <laughs> He's spitting. He, he, he nailed it. He, he 100% nailed it. Um, Have you heard it, Hush? I haven't listened through all of it yet. Mm-hmm. I heard the joint with SZA. No I think love. that's the only one I heard so far. But mm-hmm. 
that's that's I mean it's crazy the accomplishments alone and like yeah. the way people are talk. I definitely hear people talking about that shit. Like, yeah, that that's I mean that's what you would want an album to do. It's yeah. gonna get talked about. Yeah. One thing they're gonna do is talk about summer. Yeah. So one yeah. thing we are gonna do is talk about that's, summer, bro. Li- it, it, it somehow always comes up because the R conversation on R and B comes up. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Know, so yeah, that's our thing. I heard she was, I heard she was dropping bars. She 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 had some things to say that made me laugh. The whole uh, millennials. Loving in my feels moments, bro. Yeah. Transparency we, shit. It was, was just there. ranting about that last week. Like the way R and B is discussed these days, it's like trendy. It's, it's kind of like meme culture. Like in my bag, sad boy, to- toxic future. It's not culture. sad boy. That's not, like I get it, but that's not sad shit. It's just like I'm yeah, blunt. exactly. I'm being blunt right. with it. Like I'm being honest. It's honesty. Yeah, that millennials like because it's relatable. Mm-hmm. Like TikTok and shit is like people literally get on TikTok. And just say how they really feel, and then that shit just does numbers, and it's like, mm-hmm. whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I just feel like it's it's kind of limiting or reductive for R and B. Like R and B is so much more than that, but people really just go into albums these days wanting those specific what a- else, elements of it. So what else should we want from R and B? Well, R and B is a lot more than just sad, slow. What so, it, so what more do we want? What do we? What else? What do we want from R and B? What I personally want, I want more. <sighs> Not uplifting. It don't got to be uplifting, but more, I guess, neutral, leaning, positive from the standpoint of like a outstanding, like a gap band, outstanding, right? But aren't we talking about blues? Which is a fair point. Isn't that where soul music comes from? No, pain? of course. Of course. It does come from that. Yeah. But I think it's not. It's, what is it? Can be, but not limited to. Mm-hmm. Right. That case. That's where I feel like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's because it's that. like, what is it? You know, a, a love song can be R&B. That's not a ballad. Never True. too much. It's not a ballad. And I guess it's more pop R and B, but yeah. That you know what I'm saying? Like you know the feeling that it's like, wow, like I love this girl. Like yeah. that I think in a I in think a you current could love modern, I think you could love Oh, you're saying an artist talking about loving someone. You're saying the feeling yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The feeling of loving someone. Yeah. You understand. Right, you understand. <laughs> Come on. But I think it's just the honest I think it's just I think it's still in your feels if it's like a, if you're talking about something positive, but it's still just it's very other, honest. It's the other you know? side of feels. Yeah, it's just the other side. It's not like a oh she broke my heart. It's right. like wow, I love her. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think we I was I want just a more of that like mm-hmm. stuff that don't have to be said. Like people are sad. Like and talk about that. Right, need that. Right, and it's there, and that's what I'm saying. It's present, but like, but I think people also call shit sad. That's not sad. Like that's true. Like that's someone fair. talking about being like. Like overthinking or whatever. That's not sad. I'm just saying that. Like I was thinking a lot about this right, shit. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Or like, yeah. P, like, and you talk about any feeling that's not like wanting to like dance all day, and right. people think it's sad. You know what I'm saying? No, that's it's true. Just the feeling. It's just you know. But that's also, I think, my case in point for what I was saying. What I think R and B. What I would like to hear from more R and B is like, mm-hmm. why did Leave the Door Open do so many numbers? It's just a, it's just a straight up love song mm-hmm. about like, like. You know, like I'm just thinking about you. Like, what you doing, girl? Like, pull up. Yeah, like, it's yeah. very neutral. It's, yeah. it's it's not happy. It's not sad. It's just like it's very refreshing hey, in this era. It's just honestly. hey, I'm feeling you, yo. Pull up, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, leave that's the door why for it stood you. Stood out so much. That's what I'm saying. So it's like that's to answer just to answer your question. Like, yeah, what would sure. I want from R&B more? Is just yeah. like more of those type of songs. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, not, not to say R&B is bad. It's good. Wherever like, you're I, I honest, like a lot of it. Be honest about that. If you're in love, tell me like. Yeah, don't only talk about yeah. the, the heavier yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, if you're in love and you like really just head over heels by someone, give me some head over heels type music. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, that's all. 
Wow. What a chat! We get the stuff. Chat, we knew, I knew how she was gonna bring the <laughs> bring the conversation. I'm a skeptic. I'll be challenging shit. Just, we love that. Hey, nah, we need more of that. Exactly. We need more of that, bro. Exactly. Uh, quick shout out to our employee of the month, Rob Markman, VP of Content Strategy at Genius. Shout out to you, good sir. Natural clap. Natural clap, yes, sir. All right, let's jump into this slide deck. Um, Frank, what are we talking? best song wasn't the single but you weren't either all right the best song was not the single this is our slide deck portion our guest hush what song did you bring for us to play for our listeners oh they don't know this one is it called again trust me trust me yeah (laughs) trust me by herbie hancock there we go i've been like listening to that on repeat i've been like rapping to it that's fire yeah oh yeah give me some give me some volume on this that's that herbaceous baby At Herbert. Yes, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. And that's that's what Terrace be doing. Yep. Terrace be doing that. When he, you ever seen Terrace live? Terrace, Terrace Martin? Martin? You ever I haven't seen him live, but they all oh, that whole group, bro, like Terrace, um, Thundercat, like Robert Glass, different nuts. nuts. Derek Hodge, all those guys, yeah. Yeah. That that's that's so funny. I guess I had never heard, I don't think I've ever heard that song specifically. A lot of people haven't, yeah. But that doesn't shock me because Terrace spends a lot of time with Herbie. So like, and Terrace in his live set does a lot of the vocoder, the vocoder things. Yeah. Um, wow, yeah, that's a joint. It's a joint. Love that's that. a joint. I, there's a, a there's a lot to study there, bro. Yeah, the I progression. Be, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's the type of shit I be studying. And I be trying to make it apply to like. Of course, yeah. that groove. I like the groove too. Yeah, smooth joints. Well, thank you, sir. What'd you bring for us, man? I don't know how I, I I've seen this brother's name on my Spotify suggested for a long time and I've just kind of ignored it because I mean there's always so many names but mm-hmm. when I seen it I was like okay I was looking for slides I was like let me find something I'm open today what I'm listening to so I'm screening a bunch of music and his name comes up and I'm like okay I've seen his brother's name before let me see what it's hitting on right and so this is Jack James produced by Astronaut this song is called Wave jumped into it
funny subconsciously i guess that's what like us having the conversation talking about like what do i want from r&b mm-hmm. i want that yeah just yeah let's go somewhere let's get out of here let's mentally paint, picture, yeah. let's paint me mm-hmm. a picture a lot of very central image let's dance with the sun mm-hmm. um let's you know let's go to a beach is so clear feel good shit you know mm-hmm. come on yeah. feel good yeah. um and there's there's a there's a like a a section of music right now that's feel good for sure yeah. but I want that to get some commercial play, yeah. commercial like in the R and B sort of yeah. vein. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, shout out to Jack James and Astronauts. He's I love when British folks when the British accent come through when they sing because most <laughs> of the time they don't have it. Like is the, they use American accent when they sing. Yeah. He said, "Let's dance, <laughs> <laughs> let's dance." Yeah, I'm with that. Love what you got? It, love it. I brought Starlust by Noel. I like the I think the bass line Stuck out for me too mm-hmm. Yeah Bass lines with motion yeah. I love synth basses yeah. yeah The synth was cool Yeah Yeah I discovered This dude Like four years ago Maybe three years ago He okay. like When I was writing for Another publication He like sent me his record You know like That's the thing I think Some journalists They like make fun of the artists Who are like 
putting SoundCloud li- SoundCloud links under their tweets or like DMing them. It's just it's, trying to make it. No, bro, it's very <laughs> so weird <laughs> to work in a profession where your job is technically to break artists, but you don't like when an undiscovered artist sends you music. So I I do my best to listen to it's everything that I get. Um, and cap. this dude sent me a record called Vibrations that I love, and so I kept up with him ever since. And uh, yeah, so this dropped like 2019. Okay, but, um, love this record. Like I said, baseline it just it, it hits. Produced by the elites. Yeah, by T H A. So the listeners, you can get the uh, Slide Deck playlist on all streaming platforms. Hit the link tree in our IG or Twitter bio. Um, and if you would like to submit a song to us, hit us at Stay Busy Pod or our email Stay Busy Pod at Gmail. Dot com. Uh, like we said earlier, we have an incredible guest with us. Um, and before we get to our board meeting, we're going to play our game of auto reply. So if you're not familiar with auto reply, what we do is we say a word to you and you say the first thing that comes to mind. Preferably the answers are one word, but if you need to say more about it, then you can say more about it. Are you prepared for auto reply, good sir? Always. All right. Kick us off. This is going to be a good one. I already know. Mastery. Hush. <laughs> All right. Embraced. Love. Brilliance. Hush. <laughs> Eloquence. Hush. Expectations. Fuck them. <laughs> Thankful. Hush. Minor. Chord. Pure. Love. Spotlight. Bright Heirloom Hand me down These are some of the uniquest I, I really I got in my bag bro I've been sitting with the project I'm like No for auto reply I'm like I gotta get in a bag With this one That's funny Okay <laughs> I like it Hush 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 So if you guys didn't know We have Hush Forte with right. us <laughs> I love it So um, I, I wasn't able to make it So I would love to hear From you as the performer And you as the attendee How did the show At uh, Cafe Erzuli go? I'll let you go first Okay <laughs> No I feel was, like uh, I, I wasn't really there I was just, Yeah I'm about to say I was just I was the best one I was right? just the best I was one the best right, one right, right. Letting the vibrations Channel through me man <laughs> You know uh, No Bro I I don't know I feel like uh, I feel like I'm on the ground level of something great like which is dope because i was at the first show of baby's all right um and for me i think the bit the biggest thing that i think was cool is like i get to see it in two different arrangements like sonically yeah one with the tracks one and then one with the live band and you weren't running stems last night either no it was exactly. just live band. right yeah so just the band too yeah. And the next one I want last stems. I want stems in a band. Me too. There we go. That's yeah. what I wanted for this one, but it just it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot for yeah. stems. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But it was cool to see to see both. And I think hearing the songs firstly, spe- specifically Greatest Fault, like hearing that first, like my first reaction to that being it live, being your first show, being it like with the way here, I was like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Here mm-hmm. we go. Here we go. Yeah. Seeing is believing in a lot of cases too. Not that obviously I believed before, but definitely for a lot of people, I'm sure if they didn't know before, they went and put. Who hush You know yeah. what I'm saying And so I think that that's Your essence came through And definitely within the first show Cause I was shocked I was like oh First show Oh wow Like wow yeah. that Like mm-hmm. And so for this one too It was it was dope I think to have um, A live band And for me at first I was like dang I don't know if like I want people to hear the songs The way I heard it the first time yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I'm like yep. dang Cause like 
studio versions but live yeah. with the stamps that's why yo stems are so important y'all yeah. so let me express to y'all what stems are for those who don't know stems are basically like the audio files for all the different sounds that you would hear on the studio version of the album so it's like when you see your favorite artist performing a song by themselves and it's just them and they have the background vocals or the everything else and they may have like guitars with them they'll take certain tracks out so that they have the stems playing in the background so just basically like playback audio um and it enhances the sound when you layer that with a live band and you have it just it's it makes the song sound just larger than life so yeah had to give the little background for the listeners but <laughs> no nah, man i really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the show i songs hit more for me in context live with the live band yeah. particularly impulse purchases for sure um because that initially wasn't a joint that i like would go back to that hit me yeah more i was curious as to how i knew you were gonna do promise but i was curious as to how the the beats which was gonna play out dog on the guitar held it down yeah <laughs> held it down that took, it some, down. that took some a lot of practice a lot i of was that. i was very shocked i was like how how are they gonna do that and make it full because like when i asked i asked you know your manager he who shall not be named now <laughs> um I, I was asking i said yo so like what's what's the the breakdown how many pieces he's like just uh guitar based drums i was like i was like stems <laughs> and I was like, wait, stems, please, please. Um, because I know your the way you produce is it's lush. It's very that's yeah. one word I would use, you know, is lush. It's there's arrangements, there's yeah. there's things crawling from the back, panning all the mm-hmm. way over to the right. You know, right. I'm like that sort of stuff. And I'm like, dang, I want people to get that. Yeah. Because I got that from listening at Baby's All Right, right? And so right. When he told me it was just guitar, I'm like, dang, the guitar player gonna be overworked. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's gonna be yeah, overworked holding down the chords. Shout out to Ethan. He definitely yeah. he he was overworked. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, it came through, bro. And I think people who hadn't seen you before definitely <laughs> definitely gonna yeah. look up what's good with Hush, and and they're gonna be tuned in for sure, man. Appreciate so you that. did you did your thing, brother. I, I was I was very uh, I was I was I was surprised, pleasantly surprised with how how some of them sometimes because you know I, I really sat with the project. Yeah, so like yeah. I, I had my moments. I mean, I'm, I'm still mad at you. You didn't do uh, go time. Okay, yeah. I'm tight. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we are gonna have to talk. I mean, I could have do everything, man. Uh, I mean, one. I guess I could have. But I, 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 thought, I was planning so, for like a like a hour set. You know, I thought you were gonna do the whole project. Like, I thought you were gonna do the whole project. I'm yeah. like, dang, my man started with far away. I'm like, <laughs> dang, bro. I'm like, you didn't even let me get it. You didn't let me get into it. Like, I, that'll be that'll be. There's gonna be a show like that. I'll tell you that. Okay, it's man. not planned yet. I don't know when it's gonna be, but definitely. And and there'll be stems. We love that. Yeah, we need the stems. Bro. Yeah, the Take whole that. just literally the whole album. I just want to perform the whole album now. We love that. Take yeah. that time, get them stems right, get exactly. that whole everything right. Exactly. Um, so so what, what was your perspective on it as, man, as the performer? I, honestly, like after the first song, I just kind of like blacked out. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I can tell you more about like the rehearsal process and shit. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it helps that I produced every song on the, on the track because. I mean, on the record, because, like, I can literally sit down with the guitars and be like, we going to get this to sound just like this. These exactly. are the chords I played. Like, for Promise, that that the part with the beat switch up, like, as a listener, or even musicians, like, like it, don't, it doesn't really sound that musical to your ears. It sounds, like, more hard and, like, aggressive. But that sound that comes in that's kind of like a siren is really a chord like there's harmonics to it yeah some produ- there's actually one one of my producer friends like was able to be like damn the harmonics on this are crazy but like it's, it's a chord so mm-hmm. like um me and the guitarist were just like me and ethan we were just like sitting there like like i was like this is the chord that i played and like he was figuring out how to kind of 
try to get that sound on the guitar. Um, and so I think, I don't know, I had so much fun, like, putting together. The show, yeah. Putting together, yeah, like, and, and like, seeing musicians play my ideas better than me. Mm. Like, I was nerding out the whole time, you know what I'm saying? Love like, that. I was, I could have been rehearsing, like, all day, like, just because I was enjoying it so much. It was much. fun, yeah. Yeah. Good rehearsal, man. It's good for the soul. Yo. Good yeah. for the soul. <laughs> just letting go and, like, that, and, like, that was my main thing. I just wanted to, like which I guess I did. I, I wanted to just yeah. get on stage and kind of just let go. And like a lot of people there like saw sides of me they'd never seen before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I was like, this is, I'm trying to like show y'all exactly what I'm feeling in the music. Like y'all hearing my voice crack. Like y'all hearing me like, like I'm just getting, I'm showing you just the full emotion of, cause these songs come from, all come from a real place. It's not yeah. like, I'm not, I'm never in the studio on some like, Oh, I want to make a love song because that's what the people going down to die mm. or it's January. But I'm never like <laughs> it's literally just like this is my open diary, and I'm gonna let you know like this what this chapter in my life. Love that. The next album is gonna be the next chapter in my life. You know what I'm Come saying? Come on now, so, write that book. Yeah, put them chapters in there. Got to, got to. <laughs> but no, back to like the show, like like being on stage. I think it was just cool. Like I really just wanted people to see how passionate I am about this shit, and like, um, you know, I wanted to do my best to get people to feel what I'm feeling, and like. You know, like make a moment. Like I'm big on just in person shit. Like mm. you know, I tell my team and everyone like the internet kind of for me like robs me of like just the realness of a moment and like like creating moments and like like you know being on stage is the first. This it's only my second show, but I like this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm not yeah, supposed to be like on the internet. When I'm you supposed know, to you be, know. Yeah, I'm supposed to be showing. I'm supposed to be real raw. Like this is me. I'm showing y'all. So even with the, like, doing the band without the stems, part of that, what's cool about that, even though I do, like, ultimately want to do the whole shit, like, part of what's cool is that it's so stripped down that, like, it's even more raw and you really, like, mm -hmm. you really hearing me, you know what I'm saying? Like, you felt, I felt the, I felt people's souls coming through, like, yeah. especially, like, I mean, your drummer was, he was definitely letting loose and, yeah. like, definitely, definitely <laughs> doing his thing. Yeah. Shout out to Miguel. He's yeah, crazy. he was definitely doing his thing and, and letting loose and, you know, doing little flips and things like that, like. And they feeding off energy, like they feeding off my energy, of like course. like I'm feeding off their energy. So it's you know it's cool. Certain things you can't recreate from can't, a lot, you know no. what I'm saying. So yeah. love that. But That's awesome. Tell us, man. Like who? Are, tell us about Hush, bro. Like yeah. bring us from current day. What's your government? Oh man, <laughs> y'all need that? <laughs> no, we don't. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, yeah, man. I'm. I mean, I'm from South Florida. Uh, born in Miami, raised in Broward County, and. Uh, you know, I grew up mostly playing sports. I I wasn't like singing around the house. I wasn't. I didn't grow up in like a black church. Like I was really just. I was more of a basketball player than anything else. Anyone that knew me, like growing up, knew me as a basketball player. Mm -hmm. um, I was a good student, pretty good student. Like, and it was just like everything else. Music was just kind of like some shit I just did. Fun thing. Yeah, I didn't really tell anyone about. I thought it was kind of nerdy to be honest, like. Wow. Like I grew up playing piano and and like my my parents were just big on like, yo, we want you to like learn how to play this. Mm. And I always thought it was just kind of like some nerdy shit, so I never I was never outspoken about it. Um and then maybe like middle school, I remember my mom had a had a Mac some kind of MacBook or something like that. And um I remember like getting going on garage band and starting to make my first songs and like you know not even songs making my first beats and like i was inspired by kanye and just like trying to like sample shit weren't we all yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying i think everyone's seen that like video of kanye like in the studio like breaking his neck to the song like 
doing like sampling shit and on he, the NPC. He did his neck just like that, just too. like that, yeah, <laughs> to the side. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so like I was inspired by that, and I was like, I didn't even know that you can like make music on computers. That's crazy, you yeah. know what I mean? And then, yeah. uh, so so I started that started that hobby, and like my friend showed me how to use FL Studio in high school, and I just started like. You know, just making beats, but I was still like wasn't telling nobody about it. You know what I'm saying? So like, ball is life. Ball was life. That was <laughs> that was really it. And um, yeah, man. So it was it was that for a while. Even like, and then I went to college. I decided not to play basketball, and it was like trying to figure out what is exactly do I want to do in my life when yeah. I didn't even really know myself yet. And uh, I went to school for like I went to school for engineering because I was just like I'm good at math and engineers make money. That was my only thought process, mm. and like that's fair. Having yeah. Caribbean parents too, it's Come like on. lawyer, doctor, engineer. Get to the you bag. Know how that goes, yeah. We came here for you to get to this bag. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up. <laughs> so like, fast forward to kind of take it back. Like my parents were at the show, and like they were so proud. In the cut, yeah, yeah. that's all I'm in the cut. And um, I but I grew up like feeling like like it was a genuine general feeling in the household. Like being an artist would have been a disappointment. Like mm. you know what I'm saying. So, um. Going back to college, I was just like, that's when I was really figuring out how to like start making decisions what I want to do. Yeah. Um, Where'd you go to school? I went to UCF, mm-hmm. Central Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I ended up I ended up like changed my major, um, but like, you know, music. It wasn't really until last year that I was like doing this full force. Like I was making beats. I started working with artists, and it was cool. And like, still trying to decide if I really wanted to do this. And and it was like. I was nice. I'm, I am nice at making. Come on now, like, talk that. You know Come on. Like, it was like, That's like why we you know that. Know. Yeah, we talk know. That. It was like we knew. We know that. But like, it's like back to like the why am I doing this though? You yeah. know what I mean? And um, I realized I just I have shit to say. Like I, my my uh, my my expression is like potent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even in real life, mm. and and I wanted to translate late that into my music. I'll be in studios with artists trying to tell them what to say, like, trying to tell them what kind of, like, change your delivery. And it got to a point, like, yo, I might as well do this myself. Mm. Um, so when the pandemic hit, it was like, I was just, like, in my room experimenting my voice and shit, trying all different types of things. And, like, it obviously, it kind of helps that I, I make nice beats. I know mm. how to play shit. And it's like... So you, you know chords, next. you know notes, all that stuff? Yeah, I know chords. I'm not, like, a music theory nerd. I think, honestly, I think knowing too much music theory could be limiting, but, like, you know, I know I know how to get the idea from my head to wherever I need to right. get it to. You, you can know play I mean? it. You know your chords. Yeah, you know your major mind, all that stuff. Exactly. Right. Right. right, right. So like comp- composing, and even when I'm when I'm doing that, I'm not even thinking major mind. Of I'm course, just thinking no, of the yeah. feeling. But I do know how to explain it if I had to. Right. Um. But yeah, it's just it's just like I see. I I feel like I make music more like a director. Like I'm Beautiful. thinking of the movie of what I'm trying to do and like this, how how can I translate this feeling with sound and then just use my voice to kind of narrate that film mm. at the same time, you know? Was there any point you was, like, doing... So when you graduated, were you doing, like, a 9 to 5 for a while and then, like, figuring out, like, do well, I want to do music? Like, what was yeah, the Yeah, it was never, like... F- honestly, it was, I never even got to the point of, like, doing full 9 to 5, to be honest. Like, I had, like, some part-time jobs and shit, but then it was just, like... I have to put... I wanted, like, I don't know. I'm just the type of person I got to put my all into the shit that I'm doing, like... Mm. You I was getting, half results. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm at work like like slacking off because my mind is on music the whole time. I'm trying to like, you know, Ooh, what I'm saying? Like, say I'm it not, again for those. I'm not say there. it again. <laughs> but but like I also, you know, I I, I don't knock it because I know like you know I'm I'm blessed to where where I was able to make it work for me. Mm-hmm. But right. like, you know, that's just that's my 
that's my situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people like, gotta make ends meet. Yeah, <laughs> people gotta do what they gotta do. So like, but no, nah, I just, I just, I was trying. I really, genuinely was trying. I wasn't even like on some like fuck work shit. I was genuinely trying. I was, I was actually working at school as a, um, like a, like a counselor to yeah. like younger students. And oh, it was like, you, yeah, yeah. And and I actually had like a, a one of the people come in and be like, like I recognize you. Like wait, hush! Oh my god, it's crazy. It was like wow. It was like a very humbling moment because I'm in here like, this is awkward. <laughs> you know yeah, but um, but yeah, man. Like like I just wasn't there mentally, and and but then when I'm you see when I'm doing this shit, I, that's why I, I almost kind of like take all of that and like put it fully into this music shit. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to put my best foot forward when I when I do this shit, the shit that I claim to love and claim to want to make a life out of. I, I like I want that shit to show in the music. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know? So look closely. What's the, what's yes. that mean to you? It's uh, it, I'm literally telling people to look closely. Don't just like scroll past this shit. Don't just like, mm-hmm. don't just like treat it like background mu- music because mm-hmm. it's not. It's not elevator it's music. Not. It's not like, you know, like listen to this shit and like, it's some shit in here, yeah. <laughs> and it's worthwhile. And and um, and then really it's also me too. Like, I'm the type of person I fixate. Like, mm-hmm. I. I when I like recognize a feeling, something that I'm feeling, I'm gonna like sit down and think about it. Why am I feeling this? What does this mean to me? Where does this come from? You know what I mean? And um, if you like really listen to the shit, the project, because it is just an open journal. Yeah. Like everything is me just kind of like going through my my feelings and trying to understand what's what is this and like pick it apart more. You know what I mean? Like mm. trying to understand why I feel anxious. Trying to understand why. What are these fears and why do I feel them? Where are they coming from? You know what I mean? Like, like what is it that I'm really feeling? Yeah. Not just like the surface of it. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I really am. I'm looking closely at my own journey and my own shit. And I want other people to look closely at it. And I also want people to take it away and and see how it, what does it make them think about for themselves in their own personal, like, how do you, how do you relate to this shit? Right. You know what I mean? I feel that. So, yeah. That's deep. Why has, go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say. Hush Forte. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I I think I'm like it's no, an oxymoron. Know. You know, I'm on point. <laughs> I'm on point with. Um, let me hear you first, but I'm sure you know. He's just inspiring confidence. In <laughs> oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Uncertain. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I see. What you, see, look, I, I like that. He's he's, he's, he's a, a lot of affirmations this episode. Come on I, I now, like that. come on now. We love I like that. that. Thank you. This is how I be talking to myself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. So I know in my head, but I want to hear your verbal. Uh, confirmation mm-hmm. It's an oxymoron Yes Wonderful Okay cool yes. Hush forte For those who don't you know I mean we're all oxymorons Yes exactly we're walking, so, we're walking contradictions I love that I yeah. love that Hush for Hush obviously means hush Be quiet mm-hmm. Forte is a musical term For those who know It basically means loud mm-hmm. So be loud Play loud You see it on musical notation As an F Right So you'll see just this little F And that means you play which whatever I learned you're playing from, around. which I learned from learning piano growing up. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, it was it was the re- it was the episode where we played where I played um, I played Greatest Fault yes. as a slide. Yeah, and like I was like, wait, two. hush, forte, <laughs> wait. I'm looking in the sky like I yeah. get it, yeah. I get it. But yeah. that's what the music does is it's it was making me think for sure. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's it's a uh, it's funny because now I could I could. I could talk. I can elaborate on it and and make it a, a like a complex thing. Mm-hmm. But I came up with it when I was fourteen, and I was really just trying that. to like put my uh, my music my my beats on SoundCloud, and I needed an alias because I didn't want 
people to find me, like my friends to find me. So I needed like a another name, and I just came up with it real quick. I, I like that it was two names, so it's like first name, last name, and um, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, it speaks to like the complexity of being a human. It's like we have feelings on both sides of the spectrum. Mm. Sometimes some moments is loud, some moments is quiet, and I feel like my music is also dynamic in that way. Mm-hmm. Like I have times where I just take everything out of the song and times where it's layered up, you know what I mean? Love that. Yeah. Of the of the records you made for Look Closely, um, and I'm I'm always interested in this because like we've seen certain artists like rank their discographies or say what their <laughs> say what their favorite song on a project is, and like, and then some artists are like, they're all my favorite. Like they kind of like t- choosing they, your favorite kid. Yeah, right. That's, exactly. That's me. Yeah, I'm that artist. Oh, you, <laughs> nah, but we're gonna ask an, an in depth question that's gonna make you pick a song for sure. All right. Oh, I was gonna ask, what is your your favorite song? I gotta follow up. On, on, on look up. closely, which one? Actually, no. Rather, which one means the most to you? Which one was the most like you just yeah. had the wildest experience creating? I got a guess. You have a guess? Mm-hmm. I want to hear that first. Different paths. That's what I would have said. That's what it's I would the most, say. To it's answer. a low hanging fruit answer. It's like the yeah. The, like the you talking about there's stuff on this like right what if the songs don't hit I was in the yeah. room like god dang what if the songs yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like what if my mom gets sick like what if I got bro what if I should like should I like what if because I feel like okay and so yeah the answer is different paths mm-hmm. because That's one of my favorites yeah because it's like it's one of those times where I was just making a song and just saying whatever the fuck like what was coming to my mind while I'm doing it mm-hmm. um and then it wasn't until I listened back to it afterward I was like damn. And really, it wasn't until I, like, performed it that I was like, damn, <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's like, um, you know, I started off saying, like, like I'm a little bit more braggadocious. Look at my pinky ring. Who does he think he is in the mirror? And Brown, it's like, yeah. that's how I feel about when I'm making music. I really, as you can see, I really feel like I, I'm, I'm on the throne. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, music is such a selfish thing, like, to want to make a career off of just like expressing myself to a to a certain extent that feels selfish. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm just chasing my own desire and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, and then it's like the question of am I too focused on myself? Am I too self conscious? Uh, like I do literally, you know, I just times I don't answer phone calls because I'm just like focused on my thoughts or. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I can't sit through most shows on TV because I'm like, if I get inspired, I'm going to leave and like start making the song or some shit. Mm. So, um, you know, I'm, I feel like everything I say like was super intentional on that song and like all those fears that like, like, so for the second half of the song. Yeah, the second act. Definitely yeah, the second act. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like I'm just really going, I'm deep diving into my fears and it's mm. like, I'm like kind of having like like I'm panicking almost like mm-hmm. just kind of like going through all of these and even in my voice you can hear I'm panicking and it's like you know what if this happens what if that happens what if this happens what if this and it's all these things that like have made me hesitant about taking on this journey as an artist you know what I mean so long story short <laughs> yeah that's definitely <laughs> that probably means the most to me because it was mm-hmm. a turning point almost like I needed to confront that you know? it's a hard joint yeah. for sure Question. Your follow. That was. I mean, oh. he got to it. Yeah, <laughs> he, I made him choose a song. <laughs> it's a great, great explanation. I made him choose a song. No, yeah, great, great explanation. Yeah. Um, you, you got I have. I have just. I could go another hour. <laughs> but um, what's whack to you? What's something that's whack to you in general? Just yeah. Like what's whack to you? Like I'm off this. Man, I try not to like. 
talk about what other people do or like like other artists should or shouldn't do. Generalize it. But dun, to dun, me, dun. what would be whack of me would be to like kind of like I was saying earlier to like make some shit or do some shit or make some shit that's like oh, I want people to react like this and I want because mm. I just feel like that's not how the human experience really is like to me in real life you just kind of we all you like you I, I think that's kind of playing God you know what I mean mm. like like to it's act like deep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it ain't even deep. that deep though but like I don't know it's like it's like trying to Assume that I know how people are gonna react to some shit. You know mm. what I mean? It's like all I can do is just be myself and like let people, you know, do what they do, and people gonna gravitate towards it or not. And you know, I don't know. I think I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's whack. It's I, I don't know. I try because I'm so in my own bubble. It's mm-hmm. like this this shit that's tight to you know baggy pants are tight to me. That's a oh, fact. that was a bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Write it down. Get yeah, the notes out. Get it. But like, yeah, it's shit that's tight to me. That I, it's so. It's like I'm so. Again, I'm so in my own bubble that I don't even really be knowing what's. Sometimes I feel like I don't know what's cool or not because it's like shit that's so cool to me. I'll be nerding out about it, and yeah. it's like I don't even know if it's really cool or if I'm just like that. But that's you know your reality. Yeah. Like what you yeah. think is cool is it's actually cool. To cool. You. Yeah. It's actually cool because there's also someone out there else who thinks cool. that's thinks cool. The same yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's like it is a reality. Yeah. Just, there's just varying levels to it, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, I'll say like the coolest thing to me at, for the show, like going back to that real quick, was like I was looking around and I was like, damn, these these people, like these literally all look like my people. Like mm-hmm. I feel like everyone was here uh, to just like spread love and like enjoy music and it was just awesome. Like no one seemed like they were on some hating shit or on some like trying to like, you know, People be like, yeah, be on some judgment shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like you know, it's hard. Like, yeah, like everyone was just there, like on some, like yeah. you know, it just felt like good energy, you know? yeah. and it's like I'm happy I was able to attract that. And, like, it's a blessing. That. Yeah. It's a blessing. Love that. Love that. Well, we want to thank you again for your time, man. Thank you for your perspective. We had yeah. some really great conversations. What an episode this was. I I felt like it was gonna be good, <laughs> and then I got it, and I was like, wow. I'm like, this is gonna be your joint. Yeah. Hush got some shit to say. <laughs> you do, you do, and so we're gonna have to we have to set up like a Twitter space or something so people can hear more from you because you've got you got great perspective. You got thank you. I love to say, it. Bro. Thank you. Thank I love it. Um, but yeah, so that was our conversation with Hush Forte. Make sure. Yeah, listen to look closely. We played we played Greatest Fault a couple episodes ago. Make sure you tap into that album because they are not capping when they say you've got to really sit with it, experience it. It's not a casual listen. It's not a it's not just a car test where you're really focused on your GPS. You really got to sit and listen and think about this music. Um, but yeah, so that is this week's episode of Stay Busy with Armand Sather. We will get the bulletin board to you through social media. Um, I am Armand, of course, vegan chorizo poppy. This is uh did, did did you make up a nickname for today? I'm just a kombucha king. You know, kombucha king that makes <laughs> your heart sing. This on. is Hush Forte, the oxymoron, the, the rational oxymoron. Ooh, the rational that. oxymoron. That's hard. Right? You like that? That's you hard. Like that? I didn't even intend that. Wow. And that's what we do here. So <laughs> for you all, um, make sure that you stay safe, stay humble, and stay busy. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy. Taking time, getting right if you miss me.
Taking time, getting right if you miss me I've been out in the world, staying busy